going to dance. We're going to dance. We're going to dance and have some fun. Dig. sometimes coming back to something can feel so incredibly awkward um I'm glad to be back I know it wasn't a very long pause really but I prefer to get an episode out once a week um and when I am not able to do that because I truly need that energy for other things uh I'm okay with it. I surrender to it. I accept it. But I always feel a little bit like I was out sick from school for a couple weeks and now I'm in the classroom behind the other kids and don't know what's going on. (laughs) So um, this is my second attempt at an intro, but I am so excited to finally be sharing Sarah Moon's uh, interview with you. She is wonderful and she's taking a break from um, practicing astrology right now but she and she does have a podcast uh which is wonderful and has several episodes up some of one person for sure that i've interviewed on this podcast um Gersev sidwell is on there and she has a lot of amazing guests and her astrology is just amazing i i continually go back and re-listen to the chart that she did for me because it's the first time I've really fully grasped the whole chart thing. Um, I was lucky to remember my sun and moon most of my life. So the way Sarah ties things into history and periods of time in your life really help me to grasp it and so I continue to go back and narcissistically study myself <laughs> ah, kidding um, just to be able to retain that information because it is so useful on a 
life day-to-day basis when you know what planets are in retrograde and how you are personally connected to those um, you can get a much better idea of what's going on like right now I think um, I think Palestina is in retrograde along with a bunch of the planets and that is an asteroid I I have in my chart Um, and a tattoo I have on my body So at any rate, enjoy this episode with Sarah, and I will download my personal goings-on and my recent deep dives into geological anomalies and space weather and how all of these things are tied together and how it applies to expansion and the crystalline grid. But for this episode, I want you to hear my wonderful friend, and thank you, Sarah, for your patience with me getting this out. And thank you, listeners, for your patience (laughs) in understanding that I, too, am having a human experience, no matter how planetary my energy is, and sometimes that just is a time suck, you know? Uh, podcast I listen to, not woo at all, Nikki Glaser, um, the Nikki Glaser podcast, uh, she talks about soul-sucking desk jobs, <laughs> or soul-sucking day job, and that's kind of how I see, um, the 3D sometimes, but I do try as best I can to completely surrender to it and appreciate all of the the good parts of it, the enjoyable parts of it, um, and when hiccups do come up or there's extra demands, it's like I'm able to get through those times with good humor instead of becoming um, an overwhelmed, reactive, screaming harpy, So, um, which is funny because in the Carolyn Meese sacred contract uh, thing, one of my archetypes is the harpy. Uh, but the positive, you know, the light attributes of harpy is that you are very sensitive to kind of the temperature of the room at all times, you know? You sense the undertones between people and in a group that most other people won't blessing and a curse. So enjoy this interview with Sarah and I will be cranking out the eps this week, folks. Much love. Hi, Galactic Groovers. Welcome back. I'm Andrea Landry, Grooving Goddess, and I'm so lucky to have with me here today, Sarah Moon with Cosmic Alignment Astrology, and she has a wonderful podcast, her astrology readings are just outstanding. And welcome, Sarah. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. <laughs> um, you did an amazing astrology report for me. If you want to hear more about that, go listen to my episode with Sarah on the Cosmic Alignment podcast. It's a really wonderful podcast. You have some of the most interesting guests. Um, and you will really get a lot out of it. I, I, I've been really enjoying watching it progress. Thank 
thank you thank you yeah it's it's been fun i just i talked to so many interesting people about so much fun woo stuff because that's my favorite um and here's so many interesting stories but they're not my stories to share so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah having yeah. them talking about it well i love the way you tie astrology to you know timing and history and not just in you know my purse you know your personal chart but kind of things that were going on in the world at different times and it's um really amazing how you tie it all together uh and i was so happy to get to give you a reading and i'm only bringing it up because uh as you mentioned you know those things are private but the one thing i can say you know say is that it was very pleasing and not surprising to me to see um, how powerful your energy truly is. And I'm really excited to see what develops for you over the next few months, because uh, that was a heck of a card spread. <laughs> well, thank you so much for that reading and it definitely reflected a lot of the themes that i'm working through right now and gave me some good homework to do some research on and look into and kind of gave me some good breadcrumbs um that really mm -hmm. definitely resonated so thank you so much for that it was really clarifying you're welcome. I was so happy to do it. And I mean, I mean it. I listened to your astrology, the episode that we did, and then also listened to the video uh, at least once a week since we did that because it it reminds me and I'm starting to remember, you know, what my um, what my houses are, how everything fits together. And it's been very helpful, um, especially during this wacky time right now um we're recording this on july 10th for anyone who's listening later we are in a period where i know there's just some crazy alignments and things going on um collectively a lot of push-pull energy so um i know you're an expert in all that yeah well and you're also feeling it on an individual level because some of the big tension is between taurus placements and aquarius placements which are both prominent in your chart that is true that's amazing that you remember that i because i would think you talk to so many people it would be hard to keep track but i love that you know that and oh yeah i have felt boy have i felt that push and pull <laughs> um and it's good though like most of it has felt like growth like okay i'm learning how to be better with this thing or i'm i'm learning how to let go of that other thing and uh i'm navigating it all right i'm still so super grateful that um saturn in retrograde is a good time for me because i think if that was also difficult for me i might not be doing so great <laughs> Uh, so how have you been? What has been going on for you with this uh, time of, of retrograde season and chaos and changes? I've been feeling the tension and with the Mars in Leo and now Venus in Leo together activating that uh, you're in a Saturn square that's all year. Um, 
the stuff that has been simmering has really been coming up to the forefront of my awareness. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been trying to really double down on my healing and taking care of myself. And we talked a lot about that in my reading because so much water came up and that's what I'm working on is my emotions and how they connect to my physical body. So I'm just trying to double down on focusing on that and staying grounded and centered through mm -hmm. the chaos. Yeah, it seems like you're doing a really good job. And, but I have noticed, you know, you're deaf. We, we are not alone in how we're feeling. I have watched a lot of other people you know, you can just see here and there signs of, not that they're doing anything wrong or anything, just you can tell that people are being um, pushed a little harder than usual, you know, maybe a little more drained, a little less vibrant sometimes. And then we also have all the, I'm, I'm wondering how astrology fits in with the sun and the solar storms the solar flares, and then the, um, the earth and the Schumann resonance. Um, I wonder how that ties in astrologically. Yeah, I don't, I like follow that kind of stuff in that people like you post a lot about. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> but I haven't delved very deeply into mm -hmm. the um by themselves but mm -hmm. i have a feeling there's probably a lot i mean uranus is in taurus right now it's a long transit has been for a while will be for a while but that is a lot about um shifting our connection with the earth and the physical and mm. um it's the awakener so it's yeah. kind of stuff on that level and our physical bodies and so I think the energy and because it's squaring Saturn and being kind of um, slowed down by that Saturn square right now, I think there's just a lot of tension of this awakening energy, but still it's, it's not being able to just blast off like it wants to, it's being kind of held back. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's, there's still other work to be done and still other lessons people are learning and, I'm sure it all makes sense in the great cosmic scheme of things. <laughs> so, well, far enough. <laughs> so how long have you been into astrology? Like what got you uh, into this? What is your awakening story, your origin story? Um, so I had been doing, I went, so I've been a lifelong anxiety person um but i didn't realize it because it wasn't bad enough it was like that channeling it into perfectionism mm -hmm. society claps for you and so then you keep doing it and then i had kids and that threw me right into the dark night of the soul because mm -hmm. uh, if you have if you are trying to ignore anything just have a child and then the postpartum period will highlight everything that you've been trying to ignore. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, so much there and um, went on meds and started reading Eckhart Tolle and all the mindfulness books, which was a giant shift for me and started doing yoga and meditation and all this healing stuff that was really working for me. And then and I got really into stuff like the Ayurvedic doshas and the Enneagram, those different typing systems that kind of 
give one permission to be different from others and see mm-hmm. why you may struggle with some things when other people don't. And uh, I was really going hard on all that stuff. And then also um, spiral dynamics. I don't know if you're familiar with that at all. It's I not- am not well known but it has to do with evolution and you can apply it to both the individual and the collective level and so I became really fascinated with this concept of evolving but it was all from this like intellectual exploration like I right. wasn't spiritual yet but like just the concept of evolution was fascinating to me and like our consciousness evolving and that kind of stuff and then in January 2019 I bought my sister an astrology chart reading for fun and then got myself one too just because it would be more fun that way but I was not expecting anything groundbreaking because she was a yoga teacher so I was like oh yay we'll get our charts read uh-huh that astrologer sat there and told me all this stuff about myself that I had only recently been discovering through my healing and she's just like oh yeah you have a Pisces moon and that means you're sensitive and you need spirituality and just like started telling me all these things that I had uh-huh. not known about myself for most of my life and so I came home and immediately started researching astrology because how does why how what like uh-huh. I really have a ton of space in my head for that level of inexplicable cosmic intelligence um, that I now have all the space in my head for. And uh, so I started researching it and then started reading books on it and doing my friend's charts and it all just snowballed from there. Wow. I could not be more impressed right now by you, seriously, because astrology is no small task to wrap your head around. And I know there's like a lot of really great tools now and everything, but even with that, I mean, you have, you're you're like an astrology prodigy. (laughs) Like you have, this is amazing because you have come that far in two years, basically, is just astounding. That is amazing because your 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 charts that you do are so intricate. And anyway, wow, my mind is blown. <laughs> Thank you. I will say I have my moon conjunct next to Jupiter, which basically just means that being nerdy is my self-care. <laughs> well, that is fantastic. And how wonderful that something that nourishes you uh, is also a gift to the world. You know, I know the chart you did for me was so revealing and I keep listening to it over and over. <laughs> so that I can retain the information um, because it's always been hard for me for whatever reason to fit all the pieces together, you know, of, and understand how it all go. I was like, I got the concept of the Zodiac and then, but you know, beyond that, I um, couldn't, it, it didn't all make sense to me in the way that it does now after having you explain it to me. Um, so that is really exciting um wow you have and it doesn't surprise me at all based on the cards that we just pulled for you because those were some really powerful goddess priestess uh as a matter of fact um one of those cards even talked about gathering 
the constellations. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, very validating <laughs> for what you've been doing. Um, yeah, self-care and finding balance has been a big thing for everyone. And I know um, you recently kind of decided to take a break with some things and give yourself more grace instead of being so rigid about some things in your life. How is that? How is that helping? Do you feel less anxiety because you're not putting those pressures on yourself? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a Capricorn rising with a Capricorn Mars in my first house, which means that I, if there's something that I needs, like I do it, I just get stuff done and I power through because it needs to get done and that's my duty and responsibility. So I'm going to do it. And so with the Capricorn full moon, I did a lot of sitting and thinking about that and just there's only so much I can do. And I have small children. And I also actually just recently picked up a part-time accounting job. Mm -hmm. And so I only have <laughs> so much. You only have so much bandwidth. And despite, a, and I'm playing it long game because I think once my youngest kid is also, it starts kindergarten. And so mm -hmm. they're both five days a week I think I'm probably going to do a lot more with astrology then when I have more space for it and so right now I'm still like I'm doing some trades with friends and stuff but I'm not mm -hmm. the hardest ones for me because I'm an introvert and so the most anxiety inducing ones are the random people who email me and want uh, you know right. and, I'm never and I'm sitting down in front of and so the just easy trades with friends are easier and sometimes more fun um <laughs> well I am so grateful that you were you were able uh and open to trade with me so that I could get the benefit of your astrology because I really needed it at, at the time and then I mean it's been helping me now since then having that knowledge and I'm also yeah, I remember, I think I messaged you. I was like, cause I listened to your episode where you talked about, uh, of your podcast, where you talked about how you were going to, um, you know, be taking some time off and that you weren't going to hold yourself to the rigidity of this has to come out every two weeks, uh, and that you would do it, you know, when it, when it's working for you and you have space. And, uh, I told, I sent you a message and I was like, good for you for taking a break that message yeah because it's yeah. just some stuff I just the stuff that I could let go I had to let go and just do it when I feel like it instead of mm -hmm. forcing it. because it's not good when it's forced anyways this yeah. kind of stuff when you're aligned and flowing it's also there and easy and the synchronicities flow but when you're trying mm -hmm. to force it it's not the same energy that is so true. I find that more and more. And I'm sure, um, I don't remember exactly where uh, Capricorn was for me, but I know I have it. And it's I'm, yeah, I am also that kind of person where I am, you know, I'll get it done. I'll just keep driving and get it done until I completely burn out. But the product, like the end product, product is not what it would be if I just waited until it was the right time, you know, or listens to my brain saying, you really just 
need to not do this today, whatever the thing is, you know, um, that divine timing is so important for us to be listening to. And I think that's part of what too, some of the physical ailments and different challenges and issues that um, people seem to have when they're uh, sensitive or, um, you know, going through awakening, all those different things. It seems like they're there to remind us that we need to be on a different, um, like a different cycle. We need to get off that hamster wheel. And also having, having the ability to notice where we need to take breaks, where we need to find balance, because just, I mean, gosh, I, I'm still blown away by how, how recently you started to learn astrology and how recently you woke up, how young your kids are, because when my kids were the ages, your kids were, I mean, I was just exhausted all the time. I was lucky to like shower or feed myself occasionally clean. I mean, I just felt like a human tornado all the time. Um, and so the fact that you learned anything <laughs> is like amazing to me and, but, and you learned one of the hardest things. So I'm so glad nerdiness is your self-care, but yeah, I mean, doing a part-time job and having little kids is enough. It's plenty. It's a lot. And so, uh, it's good to be setting that example for the world that you don't, you don't always have to do everything at once. Uh, women yeah. especially have been told we have to do that. Well, and logically, it makes sense that I could just see clients in the evenings and on the weekends and it will be like, that will work. And then we're not paying for the childcare, you know, because my husband's with the kids and all that. And it, so logically, it all seems like that should be fine. Mm -hmm. but yeah, but then actually having to do it is an entirely different thing because even if you enjoy it, I mean kids take so much energy uh and not in a bad way you know it's I don't mean not in a bad way but they do they just it takes a lot of energy to be a parent and it is a full-time job all by itself mm -hmm. um yeah so trying to do oh gosh I know I mean I can remember because there were things like I did some theater when my kids were little and so I would have rehearsals or different things and sometimes I would be there and they were always in the evening because everybody else most of the people were not stay-at-home moms they had day jobs etc and uh I would be there like trying to stay awake <laughs> through, through rehearsal because I just wanted to do something that was about me and not the kids and the husband and the house and all of those things but it's hard because by the end of the day, you're just ready to go to bed mm -hmm. and, or, you know, or zone out on something and not definitely not be giving a lot of energy out to others. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so much about, um, yeah, just learning how to care for myself has been a big journey. And that's, we talked a lot by reading about my shoulder issue that is 100% emotion and stress related. And so that's been such a physical um, reminder for me of when I'm pushing myself too hard mm -hmm. down and sit down and do more meditation and do more self Reiki and just all that 
healing to release the stress and it's funny how our bodies do that to us and for anyone who's listening it's there's just an interesting timeline with Neptune moving into Pisces in 2011 and then a lot of spiritual people having physical energetic physical issues starting around then and uh nudging you to learn to approach life from a different perspective Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were so right about that. And you were the first person to point that out to me because you started talking about your injury and um, that that's the year 2012 was the year that I had to start the weekly chemo for six years for immune disease. And even at the time, I had this feeling like, I know this is happening for a reason, but I don't know what that reason is. And in my case, I think it was kind of like, and knowing myself, okay, because I, I, I feel like we retain our consciousness, our essence, like there's a part that is us that will be like that, kind of like, you know how Kevin Costner is Kevin Costner in every movie he plays, no matter what character, sort of like that, like no matter who we come in and in as or incarnate as, um, there's still, there's like our root personality let's say of our soul and so knowing myself (laughs) when I was picking out how I wanted this life to go I was like okay I know I really need to be ready when the age of Aquarius comes in and I have this big job to do and blah 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 but first I really just want to focus on having kids and having a family and doing these things and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give myself a six-year timeout where I sleep a lot and I catch up on all the training I skipped out on. <laughs> well, and you're, you're a North Node in Pisces. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so Pisces is an extra important energy for you, this lifetime journey you're on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you, you really doubled down on it there. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So that is, I, I would be interested, listeners, um, send me a, me- you know, a message if any of you also had a physical thing come up for you uh, in that 2012 time period. Um, and it's, you know, the more I align with my purpose, <laughs> um, the better my body feels. And the yes. more I do this work, the what the better I feel. So, yeah. Yeah, the more I, because I graduated from business school and I was in that masculine linear mindset of pushing yourself and making those connections and networking to find the, and it always felt icky inside, but I was not, like I I identified that, but I also just shoved it down because that's what I did with all my feelings. And Mm -hmm. so being on that super masculine, consistent, linear energy output is what caused this injury. And I am a very lunar individual and need to work with my cycles and my feminine energy. And I was mm-hmm. doing 0% of that. And so then my body was like, oh, well, now your right arm doesn't work anymore. <laughs> my, right side. my right side blew out as well. <laughs> my leg also, uh, it got me to the point where like I couldn't sit really anymore so like no more desk jobs that kind of thing um difficulty driving it's just like more and more kept happening until I had no choice but to just kind of like 
lay here and heal and uh, i had a stick shift and it was my right arm so i couldn't drive either oh my goodness oh what a yep. misery um that to you so you're amazing whatever they're just like boop now you're not gonna go anywhere mm -hmm. the uh yeah that time period i had actually when you were graduating from business school i had just gotten my um my two-year uh health holistic health coaching certificate and i was same thing like i was trying to start that business and do that thing and it just didn't feel good because at the time um it's starting to change now but at the time holistic health was still very much um like too much of diet culture and not enough of actual holistic health you know what i mean and i didn't want to market myself in that way i didn't want to work in that way and so it was just really interesting how like you're saying, the universe just kind of went, well, we're going to make sure you don't do that anymore because that is not what you need to be doing. Um, so listen to those signals out there if you're newly awakening. Around, there's so many female individuals who have autoimmune issues. Mm -hmm. yep. And I think it has so much to do with our evolution right now and having to acknowledge the feminine energy in everybody. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah, we really, we really had our own divinity deeply suppressed uh, just by social structure for so long and shifting out of that masculine push to the feminine receiving um, has been a weird shift. It kind of energetically for me, it felt a bit like um being on a roller coaster that suddenly stopped and then you're like whoa what just happened you know and you feel the recoil and then you're just sitting there like okay now i'm here and i'm being still and i don't know how to do that because ah, there's been so much go 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 and push 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 our whole lives and gosh i mean I feel so hard for millennials because you all came into the like adult. Now you need to go and make your mark in the world and have a career and do all that at like the hardest time economically. And just, I mean, it was a real, real shit show. And so it's like, it's amazing to watch how how you're all triumphing over that you know what i mean and maybe some of that was also part of awakening catalyst um for that particular generation but the spiraling dynamics um evolution uh, that's what it was called right spiraling that's dynamics nice. yeah it's so interesting you mentioned that because even last night we were talking about spirals and how um how your like your your personal healing your own expansion ascension path that it is a lot like it is a lot like a spiral where um you you kind of like you know 
orbit past that thing in your life and once you have cleared it and it no longer holds a charge for you you may be reminded of that thing and you see it and you observe it and you go okay yep that happens and i'm i'm good with that and you float on past it and if you ignore it um it just keeps coming back until you deal with it if you haven't released it and let it go did did you sorry my uh computer just wanted to connect to my bluetooth earbuds which are not in my ears so i don't know but okay okay all right no worries um i can ed edit that out if it needs to be um usually i just leave the bloopers in because nobody cares um <laughs> but the spiraling um you know it seems like it will just keep coming back until you deal with it but um that spiral thing just keeps coming up with uh your dna your um kundalini your and so i'm fascinated by i'm gonna have to do a deep dive on spiraling dynamics to see how that relates because maybe it's the same thing um you know it applies to to our spiritual evolution as well Hey, Galactic Groovers, I'm going to attempt to succinctly tell you what I do and have this little spot on every episode so you can know what I'm all about. You can visit the square booking link on my Instagram page or my Facebook page at Grooving Goddess. You can email me at groominggoddess at gmail.com. And to book any readings with me, you can visit that square booking site. As I said, some of the services I offer are an animal communication for 3333 and that is a 30-minute session where we connect with your pets and um, see what maybe they are trying to tell you that you can't quite understand then I have a grief mediumship another 30-minute reading and that is for anyone experiencing recent grief and having trouble moving through that my um, specialty seems to be in that area getting messages and contacting people's loved ones immediately after their passing. I have a mini reading special, which is four mini readings for 4444. I have a soul action plan reading, which is 5555, and that involves cards for your inner child, uh, earth self, ego self, your highest self, and your galactic team. And then lastly, I have Syncretic Oracle readings, which are 7777, as those cards are much more in-depth and pretty much cover every reading modality. And then lastly, if you would like to come on my podcast and get a reading live, I will read for you for free. You can book an interview at my Square booking site. If you would like to be on my podcast to discuss something groovy, you can also do that at the Square Booking site. And if you would like me to be on your podcast, you can do that at the Square Booking site. I look forward to hearing from you. I have a money back guarantee for all my readings. And so far, nobody wants their money back. So I feel like I'm helping a lot of folks out there. And I would like to help you too. If you have any questions about any of these, give me a DM somewhere, anywhere, all the places. Much love to you all, and thank you for listening.
absolutely can. And it's been a minute since I've read anything on it, but it's just humanity starting out in like very base level stuff and then slowly working up to bigger levels of consciousness mm-hmm. um, and just that constantly building on itself. And yeah, I love the concept of spiraling and it's helped me a lot because I used to get so mad at myself when I would like the same triggers would get me again. And like I'm learning the same lesson again. Thank you, universe. I thought I already learned this lesson, but to approach it from the perspective of you're revisiting the same triggers from a different level of consciousness and more awareness Mm -hmm. has a lot with being left angry at the universe for- Yeah, that is- things over and over (laughs) that is such a great way to put it because it's true I and I know a lot of people who already are awakened but maybe go through different stages in their life or tower moments or new initiations into new knowledge and it can feel like they've somehow taken a wrong turn or taken a step back or you know like you're saying like why is this happening again and you're so right because the more you can uh, just be aware that it is going to come back around in your sight in some way and it is your reaction to it that ultimately eventually changes it into a thing that is no longer a problem and and that's you know I guess that is the evolution of consciousness so wow Um, so yeah, to anybody listening, just really pay attention to that and try not to be so hard on yourself. Um, don't feel like you're not doing it right. I, th- I think there's a lot out there and I, I do notice a shift and maybe it's just because it's the woo people that I hang out with and that I listen to <laughs> all seem to, you know, we attract each other. Uh, we're attracted to what we resonate with, but it seems like there is a pretty large shift in um, information out there about ascension and expansion um, where people aren't like, you know, well, you need to do your shadow work and you're just not, you know what I mean? And you, you have to get every negative thought out of your head to manifest and just things that are completely counter to what the human experience is and um make people feel disempowered and like they must somehow not be doing it right if they you know are sad for a week or if they um have like whatever it is come back around again um for them to kind of take a look at uh I wonder, I mean, when you talk about it that way and you put it that way, I wonder how many people, you know, do fall into that trap where they're just like, uh, I don't know why I'm excusing myself swearing, but fuck that shit. I'm not going to do this bullshit spirituality thing anymore. If this is what it gets me is that I just have to keep wading through shit over and over. And so just know you don't have to, first of all, and that you're not doing anything wrong you know everything happens in its own time yeah well and i i believe that we signed up for this human experience so Mm -hmm. i'm here to human so i'm gonna try to lean into being present for the human experience and that includes the shit yeah unfortunately it does but yeah 
because you have to have the contrast and the duality mm -hmm. at mm -hmm. least on the human 3d dimension where most of our life is taking place right now yeah yeah that is that is true we are here to be human and what i have found is that the more of my you know being able to fully embody my soul in my body not you know parts of me floating up in the ethers and the other dimensions um but all of me fully in my body i am much more grounded balanced powerful happy all of you know joyful all of those things than when I was trying to escape being human all the time, you know? And that could, you know, escaping being human can be um, not be disassociating, not being present in the moment. Um, it can be substances. There are so many ways to distract ourselves and so many addictions out there to pull ourselves out of ourselves. But, um, the key is really getting all those juicy bits of your soul in there, <laughs> in your vessel, and embodying your light. Because then yeah, you. Yeah, that's so true. So, how? What's your favorite way that you feel like you can embody your higher soul? Uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember. You would. Time is so strange now, in general. I think it was, I think it was that December 21st uh, planetary alignment on the solstice last year. Mm -hmm. I think that was when, and then there was also the solar eclipse. Uh, and so there was a whole bunch of stuff happening all at the same time right around there. And um, I had, I just had this experience of connecting with source and then all of me was in my body. And then I cried for three weeks because, <laughs> <laughs> because the emotions, like the feelings were so loud and the, and all, there were also a ton of people who woke up at that time too. So there was like more traffic on the grid you know of awake people more more traffic on the crystalline grid and i was hearing all of that and feeling all of that and then you know being fully in my own body and feeling all my own stuff and so i i needed some calibrating and once i did that uh and was able to find my own control panel and turn those knobs down a little bit so that i wasn't just like a raw nerve in the universe um then i was able to settle into myself and then it started to feel good but that that connection to source never went away it's always there um when I'm feeling maybe like a little tired or drained or something, or if I want to tap into that more because I want to, I need to feel that, you know, unconditional love deeply, or there's something, you know, in my soul that needs soothing. Um, my personal method is usually in the bathtub 
because I feel safe in the water. I feel insulated in the water. I know I am energetically safe and protected in the water by Mother Gaia. Um, but I breathe in um, source energy. I like to call it Father Sky. And then um, I send that through me down to Mother Gaia as unconditional love. And she sends it back and it creates this loop. And then I feel held. I feel, um, I feel like I'm getting a hug from the parents I never got to have or know. Um, and it can be deeply moving. I'm really proud of myself that I'm saying it without crying for once. There's nothing wrong with emoting, but you know, especially with audio podcasts, you don't always want to be like, <laughs> the earth hugged me. <laughs> um, but that's exactly how it feels. And it's, it's a beautiful moving experience. And then um, I, I feel like when I, when things are really open, like they are right now, because that serious gateway thing is going on. Um, I, I almost feel high sometimes. Like I feel ecstatic. It's, it's like the ecstasy that uh, religious scholars and poets and things would write about. It's, it's like, um, and so that has been a, a process of figuring out how to be high off the universe and still function in a 3D world. <laughs> and so grounding is extra super important uh, now. I mean, it always is, but especially for me now. Um, otherwise, I'm just kind of like, oh, I don't know, like a little kid walking around going, wow that's so pretty and what's that butterfly over there <laughs> I don't want to focus on um the adulting that I have to do you know yeah, I but know. it gets easier and easier though uh and that's that's kind of the nice part is that like I can just sort of um I can focus in on the task at hand and be present with that and I try to I try to make those things like a meditation and even talk myself through it if I have to, <laughs> to stay focused on what I'm doing. And then um, when I'm done having to be that earth person and handle those earth things, then I'm, I can just go right back to being giddy and joyful and feeling good. Yeah. And I mean, I still feel sad. Things still impact me, but it's not like the feeling of peace and love inside me, that joy, um, that love frequency never goes away. It's always there. So even the, the hardest things just aren't as hard anymore. It, it's kind of like that, um, that Buddhist teaching that, that everybody talks about all the time where um, pain in life is inevitable, but suffering is optional. Mm -hmm. um, that's really how it feels being connected all the time that way because then 
you are always aware and conscious in the moment most of the time. Uh, okay, this is a thing and it's happening, but I get to choose how I react. I get to choose how I perceive the other people and what's around me. And that usually seems to help me um, stay in a pretty grounded place with it. So, so it's like, you're still having the human experience, but since you are not holding on to your emotions, it passes through you and you process it the way we're actually designed to do it. But because we have been in such a dysfunctional reality uh, and so manipulative, that natural process has not worked. And so that's why we have all these traumas and things to clear because we never were encouraged to do that or shown how to do that really. And if anything, we're encouraged not to. <laughs> so um, I really think that's what it is, is that you're just, you're, you're feeling your life while it's happening. Being fully embodied allows you to feel your life as it's happening and let it go and release it so that you're not creating new shit you have to deal with later. <laughs> yeah, I love all that so much. And especially the grounding, because yeah, for me, especially as a Pisces moon Jupiter conjunction, I just kept on chasing that connection to source and being like, that'll make me feel better. Source energy, source energy, source energy. And then the more I work on grounding, mm -hmm. or then you can actually embody and experience that source energy, but from the earthly plane. And it's not that escapist. Yeah. Behavior, and it's actually living with it. And that's been a big lesson for me over the past probably year is just, I'm just obsessed with asking healers how they ground themselves so I can try their grounding techniques and <laughs> do more grounding. <laughs> yeah. Um, same here. I, I, uh, I mean, it really has become like a replacement for praying. You know what I mean? Like I, and it's so simple because I, I just connect. I don't need to speak. I don't need to, um, you know, have a list in front of me. I don't need to do any of that. It's just a straight connection. And um when that source energy comes in through your body. Oh, okay. I knew I was searching for, you know how sometimes there's a mental nugget and you're just not quite finding it. And then all of a sudden, yeah. So it's that when you are fully embodied, um, the source energy that flows through you uh doesn't need like it already knows what needs to be taken care of what needs to be healed what needs to you know be have love sent to it 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 fills your entire being and consciousness in such a way that um you were feeling it in your body whereas before we're outside our body chasing that connection to source in the astral and so we all come in, I, okay, fine. I'll remind people again. We all come in, our soul is seventh dimensional consciousness. We have 
that seventh dimensional unconditional love frequency accessible to us and within us at any time. It's just you have to peel off the layers of the onion that have been built up around you to restrain that and to cut you off from source. Um, so I think that's what the difference is between full embodiment and being uh, fragmented across multiple dimensions. Um, instead, you wind up coming into your body and centering into your body fully with your light. And then you wind up expanding further, ironically, than you ever thought possible. So that you're just sort of, well, you're connected to everything. That's why I just call it the all at this point, because it's made up of so many beautiful uh, creations and timelines and components that we've all created together. It's too much to comprehend for me or chart out, you know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Our tiny human minds can't, mm -hmm. can't comprehend yeah. it from that logical mental space. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's really beautiful. Um, well, I should let you go. We had a really long reading before we started. So I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I could just talk to you all day. And I know if I don't cut us off at some point, we'll be here another hour, like really hungry and having to pee really bad and probably dehydrated. Because <laughs> we're both at Capricorn energy. We're like, we're going to keep talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh tell people where they can find you if they want to get in touch with you and uh, about your podcast okay i am the podcast is cosmic alignment or you can go to cosmicalignmentastrology.com and on instagram i am begonia.moon well, that is wonderful. And uh, as Sarah said, uh, she is taking some time off right now, but be sure to go listen to uh, her podcast. I think you will find it very enlightening. And she has all these wonderful guests on there that have such a variety of woo expertise. It's really very cool. <laughs> thank you so much for having me on. And thank you for that reading. Like that really was what I needed right now. So thank you. I'm so happy to hear that. I'm really glad that I could, I could uh, bring that in for you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Sarah. And thank you, Groovers, for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Introducing a new collaborative podcast, Meow Podcast, M-E-O-W-W, -W. that's Muse, Elf, Oracle, Witch, and Wizard, a panel discussion on YouTube amongst people of different disciplines talking all things woo to help you along your personal ascension, expansion, spiritual journey. It's not a vibe, it's a frequency. Check out Meow Podcast on YouTube and you can get us at themeowpod at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest on the pod, please give us an email. Otherwise, go check us out today on Meow Podcast. It's nothing but fun and a frequency of love.
wow xanadu collective that was amazing um there were some parts where i wish i had got on for so long but she kept asking me these questions that had big answers and um i love that about sarah and this is why she is has such mastery of astrology already um really check out her podcast this interview was so great i really enjoyed listening to it again and i think it's very timely the gateway serious gateway just closed and there are a lot of the same themes going on people are definitely working through a lot of what we talked about embodying self um spiral dynamics all of that so make sure you go follow sarah and listen to her eps and check out her website and i wanted to take a minute to thank those of you who have been reviewing the podcast i'm starting to dig into that stuff a little bit i've never really paid a whole lot of attention to my analytics i believe they call it but um i have a five star rating so woohoo uh and i'm gonna figure out how to get to all of the the reviews so i can read them and thank you uh publicly so i do appreciate you sharing i do appreciate you following i appreciate you listening i love seeing you guys on tiktok and instagram and facebook I will be honest, I do not do as much on Facebook, but that just doesn't seem to be where a lot of my activity comes from. Uh, But I appreciate all of you so much. Thank you for being listeners. Thank you for supporting the podcast. And if you listen to an episode you think will float other people's boats, please, please share it. I will be getting out reading most definitely uh and also probably amuse musings this week just to kind of fill in the blanks while i was in the mini void have a wonderful week and just know that you guys are rocking it really you are fantastic so i'll be uploading this just as soon as i finish this earthquake prevention nap more about that in Muse Musings. Let's fire.